Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Basement Talk Podcast Fantasy Show. I'm Bird. There's no Jake. There is no Adam. It is just me for the continuation of our mock draft series. Today, we will be drafting, of course, if you've been following along, from the number eight spot. We will be doing number nine with Adam, and then we will be doing number 10 to complete the series. We will be doing more um, mock drafts, but we won't be doing any more for your more standard redraft because I think we've just kind of, uh, you know, beaten that dead horse um, plenty of times already. Now, I definitely want to do um, some super flex. We've done a live auction. I might do another one on here. It just depends on, um, well, if I get the invite to, to participate in another salary cap. Uh, that would be uh, super cool if we do get that. If not, then that is totally fine too. Um, but here we are. We're here. We're live. Um, so in case you're new, go back and listen to the other seven. You know, they're, they're, they're there. They're meant to be helpful study guides. Um, and you can hear my overall thought processes as we're, as we're going through them. Of course, I have uh, my ranks that are next to me. They are up dated so that is obviously wonderful and a very useful tool for anybody that is trying to construct a fantasy team whether you are mocking or whether you are doing the live thing which guess what we're now in august this is the first official show in the month of august so fantasy draft season is well and truly upon us and if you're just getting back into the swing of things um, if you've been involved, but you still don't really know which way you're going to be going for your drafts, then this is the place to be. This is the place for you to sit back, uh, the place where you're going to get basically every player is going to be talked about in some shape or another. I try and go and take players that we haven't really had before in, in, in these mocks. Like, I don't want to settle on taking the same guys. I try and, and diversify where I possibly can for for you guys so that way we're not talking about the same guys over and over and over again um we are using the draft simulator on fantasy pros by the way go check them out fantasypros.com slash draft simulator uh that will all be right there um so yeah let's just get right into the uh, right into the mock we have of course 10 teams we're picking from the eight full ppr snake draft one quarterback two running backs three receivers one tight end, a flex, defense kicker, seven bench spots. All right, let's get on into this. Let's start the draft. And here we go. Uh, okay, and of course, there's a bug also on Fantasy Pros that uh, for some reason it doesn't show who was taken in the first uh, seven picks so that's uh, that's very annoying um let's just see if it pops up here oh it does oh okay cool all right so with uh the 101 it was justin jefferson great awesome we get to see what that team uh looks like from the 101 we'll definitely check back on that team at the end uh jamar chase then christian mccaffrey tyreek hill at the 104 a very heavy receiver start to this draft. Very interesting. Something we haven't had before. Uh, B. John Robinson goes at the 105. Cooper Cup at the 106. Travis Kelsey at the 107. We are up at the 108. And there's one guy that we are going to be taking at the spot. 
crazy how he fell here. It is going to be Austin Eckler. So we're going to take Austin Eckler. And then at the 109, it was Devontae Adams. The 110, Stefan Diggs. CeeDee Lamb at the 201. AJ Brown, the 202. We're on the clock here, 203. And you know what? I think everybody here knows that I love to go heavy receiver to start. But, I mean, you're looking at Saquon Barkley right here and playing for his his cash, playing for that big contract again. Starting at the eighth pick, and then you're still able to get Austin Eckler and Saquon Barkley. As unrealistic as that is, I don't care. I'm not here to draft realistically. I'm here to draft the team that is given to me. And the team that is given to me is saying to take Austin Eckler and Saquon Barkley, my player overall four, and then my player overall six. Yes, please, and thank you very much. So Saquon Barkley is on the team. So good start here with Eckler and Barkley. Amonra St. Brown went at the 204. Garrett Wilson then went at the 205. Ramondre Stevenson, Tony Pollard, Jalen Waddell, Nick Chubb at the 209. That's great for Nick Chubb. Great for Nick Chubb. He's my 10th overall player now in full point PPR. That's awesome. If you're getting that at the 209, that's just that's so, so good. Wow, that's that's wild. And Chris Olave at the 210 to close out the second round. Olave, Jefferson and Olave. Hmm, interesting. Keenan Allen, Jonathan Taylor, Brees Hall, Josh Jacobs, Derrick Henry, T. Higgins, Devonta Smith, your picks in round three. I want to just take a minute and discuss Jonathan Taylor because there have been some questions that have come in over the last few days about Jonathan Taylor and what you're kind of doing with him. So I moved Jonathan Taylor down to my 15th player overall in full, in full point PPR, 16th player in half. You, you're kind of just hoping at the at this point where if you're gonna if you're gonna take him in the first or the second round, you're hoping that he's gonna show up eventually and he's gonna just beat Jonathan Taylor. If Jonathan Taylor gets to the third round and you don't take him, that is that that's silly. That's silly. I think at the third round, I would be really tempted at that point to take Jonathan Taylor. But I'm also looking at the, at the players that went in round three in this draft. I wouldn't take Jonathan Taylor over Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry is now ahead of Jonathan Taylor for me in my ranks. Uh, Josh Jacobs is in the range. Um, I would not be taking Brees Hall over, over Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor is comfortably above Brees Hall still. Um, so really, it's the debate then between Jonathan Taylor and Josh Jacobs. Uh, there's no debate for me between Jonathan Taylor and Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry is now comfortably that guy. Then outside of that, there was nobody else here. Like Keenan Allen for me in the third round, that's not really great. Um, I, I would have taken Jonathan Taylor there, especially you know if you know this team. Obviously, keeping an eye on it because it went Jefferson at one. Jefferson, Olave, Keenan Allen. It's not terrible for a full point PPR, but I just kind of think that maybe that that could be where I I would consider going a bit off. I don't know if off board is the way to put it, but abandoning zero RB just to make sure you have Jonathan Taylor locked up and and knowing that you also have Justin Jefferson, who Jonathan Taylor, you know, a week ago was a top consensus top seven pick. Some places he was still top five so 
I understand the concerns with Jonathan Taylor. Me personally, you know, if if you if you feel like you're looking to avoid that potential risk that comes with Jonathan Taylor, then I would probably say don't do it. But if you if you like the risk and you like going a bit for broke, then Jonathan Taylor could be a definite play where you know, if you're drafting this weekend and Jonathan Taylor, you know, there's still nothing on that Jonathan Taylor front and you draft him in the third round this weekend and then uh, middle of next week, oh, look, Jonathan Taylor, knight in shining armor, back at practice with the Indianapolis Colts and does not look like he's going to miss any game time, then <laughs> then you're smiling ear to ear and you're, and you're really loving life. So we're up here with uh, our third round pick. Uh, Eckler, Barkley were our first two picks. And I'm kind of considering going in a weird, funky direction, something I don't really love to do. But I'm kind of considering going going quarterback here in the third in the third round. I don't really want to, but I could also go Mark Andrews, which we've done. But have we done it with two running backs? The answer is no. And that's what we're going to do. We're going to go with Mark Andrews. We're going to go with Mark Andrews there. Okay, so the two quarterbacks can go directly after me. That's awesome. And by the way, you know, plug, plug in the draft simulator on, on Fantasy Pros. Uh, one of the cool things here is that if you... Um, I don't know what it what it's like if you are just a very basic entry-level um, guy that's not, you know, subscribed to Fantasy Pros. Um, but if you are, or if you're an expert and you don't know, uh, or have you ever used the mock draft simulator on Fantasy Bros, it gives you a predictor on the side, which tells you how likely it is that, that the guy is going to be gone by by your uh, next pick. Uh, Mahomes and Josh Allen were both in like the 80% range, Jalen Hurts was in the 70% range, and Jalen Hurts is, is still here. So Allen, then Mahomes went to close out round three. And then starting round four, Joe Mixon, then DK Metcalf. We are on the clock here. And now this is when I'm going to go quarterback, and I'm going to go and take Jalen Hurts just to get that locked in. And someone that week to week, his floor is just tremendous, and the ceiling is is relatively disgusting. So after Jalen Hurts, it was Chris Godwin, Najee Harris, Amari Cooper, Jameer Gibbs. Jameer Gibbs is an, is an interesting one at the 4-7. I did move him up in, in my ranks. I moved him up to my RB15, where in my overalls now, he is he's going at 35th overall for me, about where he went in in this draft. So I'm starting to come around on, on Jameer Gibbs. And, that, and I knocked down Madison. I knocked down J.K. Dobbins. I knocked down Miles Sanders to move Jameer Gibbs up. And that's that's him at 35. I could move him up. Um, even more, there, there's definitely that possibility over the uh, over the coming days, especially uh, when I'm traveling next week. I'm going to be uh, attempting to do some heavy deep diving into into my ranks and really seeing um, what I can do in in the time that I'm going to be, you know, at 36,000 feet for about five hours. Uh, going to LA, I have plenty of time to to really dive deep into into these ranks which will be super, super fun. Uh, where the hell was I? Oh, yes, so Calvin Ridley went at the 4-8. Uh, Calvin Ridley hurt already. Wink, wink. Travis Etienne at the 4-9. Aaron Jones closes out round four. 
Terry McLaurin starts round five. Jerry Judy at the 5-2. TJ Hawkinson. Christian Kirk. DeAndre Hopkins, Lamar Jackson, and then Damian Pierce in the fifth round. We're up here. Kenneth Walker's here, but he's hurt. That's annoying. Um, he would be an unbelievable flex, but you have to tell me that he's healthy, and I don't know that he is. Um, the best receiver that's on the board, according to the ECR is Debo Samuel. If I look at my ranks, the best player that is on the board for me is J.K. Dobbins at 38 overall for me. ECR has him at 62. Do I stick with... I could also go Drake London if I really wanted to go the receiver route. You know what? I'm going to go... I'm going to take the stab, and I'm going to say... Well, Kenneth Walker is the best player for me on the board, still at 28. You know, I'm going to take the stab. I'm going to take the stab on Kenneth Walker. In the fifth, in the fifth round, I think I think that's uh, that's that's great. Even with even with the injury. Uh, Alexander Madison at the 5'9". Drake London closes out round 5. Then it's James Conner and Hollywood Brown. The Cardinals going back-to-back to, back to start round 6. Uh, we're up here. I could go receiver. Like, that is definitely an area that, you know, we need to address. It's just a matter of who is the receiver that I want to take here. And I'm going to just look at this team. Hertz, Eckler, Barkley, Andrews, Walker. Okay. I'm going to do something a little funky. I'm going to draft. I'm going to draft J.K. Dobbins just because I want to have him there just in case. I know he's still, he's a little banged up right now too, but at the very least have a very steady, solid RB4, and now we can really focus in on the, on the receiver aspect unless we want to go with another running back, which we could. So after we took J.K. Dobbins, Debo Samuel went. Then it was Miles Sanders, D.J. Moore, Christian Watson at the 6-7. Justin Fields, Darren Waller, then Joe Burrow. Justin Fields over Joe Burrow? And Lamar Jackson over Joe Burrow? Oh, I don't have that. Ooh, that's gross. Oh, good pick for Joe Burrow. Round 6, damn. Dallas Goddard starts off round 7. Deontay Johnson, Brandon Ayuk, Trevor Lawrence, Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts in the middle of the 7th round. Oh, my God. Rashad White, Rashad White in the 7 6 too. It's pretty good. And then Justin Herbert at the 7 7. We are on the clock here, and I'm not going to toy around with waiting on um, on taking a running back here. We're going to go with the receiver. And the receivers I'm looking at, I'm looking at Tyler Lockett. He's here. Michael Pittman is here. Uh, Mike Williams is here. Mike Evans is here. Uh, the one that I had the highest ranked on my board is Tyler Lockett, and that is the way that I'm going to go. So I'm going to go with Tyler Lockett in the seventh round. Then George Kittle, Dalvin Cook to close out round seven. Mike Evans at the 8-1, then James Cook at the 8-2. We're on the clock here, and I am going to go another receiver. I'm going to go with Michael Pittman. Uh, if Gardner Mitchell, and pray that Gardner Mitchell is a starter. I, I think that's probably the biggest... Uh, the, the the biggest point here that I have to make is that if he if he is the starter, 
uh, Gardner Minshew over Anthony Richardson. I do trust Gardner Minshew to get his guys the ball. Uh, Anthony Richardson, I'm not sure yet because obviously we haven't seen it. But if if Minshew starts the season as the guy for the Colts, then I could definitely be I could definitely get down with with Michael Pittman, especially in the eighth round. The guy is still so young, so I, I'm I'm definitely with it. So David Montgomery was uh, at the 8-4. Traylon Burks. Traylon Burks at the 8-5. Ugh. Dak, Alvin Kamara, Javante Williams, Deshaun Watson, then Cam Akers at the 8-10. Wow. Closes out round 8. DeAndre Swift, and then a huge run on receivers after DeAndre Swift starts round 9. Mike Williams, Jackson Smith and Jigba, Cortland Sutton, Brandon Cooks, Michael Thomas, then Antonio Gibson. We're on the clock here. Seeing those receivers go, that sucks. Because that's exactly what we need. Um, ooh, but Jahan Dotson is here. Much known that Jahan Dotson is one of my favorites. Yeah, yeah, because Jordan Addison's here. George Pickens is here. Yeah, I'm good. I, I'm gonna take Dotson. And the plan is, if Addison. If one of Addison or Pickens is here in the 10th round, that's the way I'll go. If they're not, if if both of them go, I'm kind of screwed. But if one is there, I'm happy. So we're going to take Dotson, who I like. Oh. Oh, man. Oh, boy. Oh, that did not work. Wow, it did not work at all. That's 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 not good. Pacheco at the nine nine. Jordan Addison at last pick in round nine. Then George Pickens. Then Khalil Herbert. And we're on the clock here. Oof, that's not good. That's not good at all. Uh we're gonna go we're gonna, gonna go with a receiver. It's just a matter of which one. Juju Gabe Davis, I guess, is a little bit interesting. I mean, I guess. Uh, we'll go with the best offense here. And, you know, Quentin Johnson, Rashad Bateman, Kadarius Tony, who's hurt. We'll go with Gabe Davis. I mean, it's it's just terribly unexciting. As you could just tell from the, the tone of my voice. But, yeah, that, that, that sucks. That really, really hurts. Uh, Rashad Penny, then Elijah Moore. Kadarius Tony, Rashad Bateman, Brian Robinson, AJ Dillon, Devin A. Chain. Close out round 10. And starting up in round 11, Damian Harris, Quinton Johnson, Nico Collins, Dalton Schultz, Zach Charbonnet, Darnell Mooney, and then Samaje Pirine. I like the Samaje Pirine hype has kind of cooled down a little bit. Thank God. Because for a while there, it was getting to be a little bit uh, a little bit out of control. So we're up here, and we're gonna take we're gonna take a swing. We're going to take a swing. We missed out on one of Jordan Addison um, or George Pickens. I completely forgot who, who it was there for, for a minute. Um, but we're going to take a swing here. Juju is here, which is cool and all. But Zay Flowers is also here. And I know that we also have Mark Andrews on this team. And I don't really want to go... And double dip, but the the ceiling is absolutely tremendous with Zay Flowers. 
and that is what I'm going to go for in the 11th round. Who needs safety when you could just go and try and swing for the fences? So Zay Flowers in the bag, then Jamal Williams and Juju Smith-Schuster in round 11. Then Jacoby Myers and Evan Ingram in round 12. We are on the clock. Uh, just a little update on the team. Jalen Hurts, Austin Eckler, Saquon Barkley, Eckler, Eckler, Austin Eckler, I said it again, Eckler, Eckler, there we go, Saquon Barkley, Tyler Lockett, Michael Pittman, Jahan Dotson, Mark Andrews, Kenneth Walker, J.K. Dobbins, Gabe Davis, and Zay Flowers. A lot of week 13 buys, which is kind of a problem, but that's okay. Uh, we're on the clock here. We could kind of do whatever we want to do. We have five running backs and five receivers. Then, we, of course, we have the elite options with Hertz and Andrews at quarterback and tight end. So we can kind of go whichever way that we want. And I'm going to go for another running back. We haven't addressed that position in a little bit. And Jared McKinnon is here. And I kind of like him. His PPR upside is, is, is nice. And the fact that he's a member of the Kansas City Chiefs, that also is, a, is, is definitely appealing. So we'll take Jarek McKinnon. Uh, Sky Moore, Rondale Moore, Pat Fryermuth, David Ajoku, Elijah Mitchell, Kendra Miller, and Tyler Higby in round 12. Devin Singletary, Geno Smith, Odell Beckham, Kenny Gainwell, Van Jefferson, Alan Lazard, and then Jalen Warren in round 13. We're up here, and I'm actually going to take Jamison Williams. Because with the suspension, with the clear lack in receiver depth right now, I'm kind of cool with holding on to Jamison Williams for six weeks. And then seeing where he's at when he's out of uh, suspension and he's back and playing. I think that's the move. So we are going to go for Jamison Williams. Not that is not a me pick at all. I highly doubt that I'm going to, going to be going that avenue in, in my drafts. But for this, I think it's kind of worth it to address the lack in receiving talent that we have on this team. Tyler Algier, Tyler Boyd closes out round 13. Cole Komet, then Donovan Peoples-Jones. Uh, we're on the clock, and there really isn't a whole lot here. I'm not going to go with a running back or a receiver. I'm actually going to go with a high upside tight end. Just kind of keep behind Mark Andrews just in case. And if he pops, then, you know, deal him. And that guy is going to be Chig Oconquo. So we'll take Chig Oconquo. Lock that up. And then, and then, Tua Tagliola, QB Alabama, in the 14th round. Greg Dolchich, the 14-5. Kirk Cousins, Aaron Rodgers. Sam Laporta, Dalton Kincaid, and then Jaden Reed at the end of the 14th round. Then Daniel Jones, Isaiah Hodgins, Anthony Richardson, Adam Thielen, Jeff Wilson, Roshan Johnson, love to see it, in the 15th round. And then Rashi Rice from the Kansas City Chiefs in round 15. Uh, we are going to go with, do I have any, I don't feel like I have a Jaguar. No, I don't. Because uh, I'm gonna look, I'm looking at Zay Jones here, and Zay Jones is definitely interesting. So we're gonna go with Zay Jones. Maybe a little safe of a pick, maybe boring, but it's okay. Uh, then Deonta Foreman, Raheem Mostert, Niners defense, Pat's defense. I'm gonna take the best damn defense in the league, 
the Dallas Cowboys, then the Cardinals, Bills, Eagles, Justin Tucker, Evan McPherson, Saints D, then Tyler Bass to close out round 16. Ravens, Tyler Davis, don't know who the hell that is. Uh, he was picked the 17th round. The Jets, the Broncos, Daniel Carlson, Harrison Bucker, Mason Crosby. That's good. Uh, we're gonna go with uh, we're gonna go with uh, Young Trish, uh, Young Waku, and we get wow. <laughs> this team gets an A plus. Now, I don't love this team, which is very funny. At Fantasy Pros, loves this team, and I don't. I don't love it. The running back depth is definitely nice. I enjoy it. But the receiver depth in a full point PPR where you're starting three receivers, it's risky. It's really risky to go this route. Because effectively, Mark Andrews is serving as my wide receiver one and my tight end one. And if Mark Andrews has a bad week, one of my receivers has to have a pretty damn good week. And... Am I comfortable starting the season with the group of Lockett, Pittman, Dotson as probably my three starting receivers? Not really. Like, that's a little frightening, if I'm being truthful. Um, I'm curious to see maybe if, if I made the cut of experts, expert opinions. Here we go. All right, I didn't I didn't make the cut, but the lowest the lowest grade that I got on this was a C. So that's kind of that's interesting. That's interesting. Uh, some people are gonna look at me and they're gonna say, "But you took Tyler Lockett and uh, Kenneth Walker." Sure, I did, but Tyler Lockett in in round seven, that's really good value for where I got him. So I'm pretty I'm pretty okay with that. Um, Michael Pittman was checking his value too. Michael Pittman, I, I got pretty much at price. That's not that's not that bad. Dotson was a great value. I knew that when I took him. Um, yeah, I, I, value-wise, this team is good. But the receivers are definitely a problem. I guess the one upside that maybe I'm kind of overlooking is it's a lot easier to find receivers that pop on waivers than it is to find running backs that pop on waivers. So... I guess my my scope of trying to find guys that eventually are going to be contributors for this team is really zeroed in on that receiver position. So that helps, knowing that my running backs are pretty much locked and loaded and barring any sort of injury to Barkley or Eckler. Uh, they should be pretty good and, and trenched as RB1, RB2 for my team for the entire season. Um, either the receivers, they need work for sure, but it makes the waiver process a whole hell of a lot easier every week to just know, all right, I don't really need to be looking at quarterback. I don't need to be looking at tight end. I don't need to be looking at running back all that much. But if there's a receiver, I could allocate a ton of my funds in, you know, first run of waivers after week one. There's a receiver that, you know, is out there on waivers and I need to go get him. Guess what? I don't need to be thinking about, oh man, you know, if it's a $200 budget, you know, am I really going to put down 25 percent of my budget on, you know, sprinkle it on, you know, running back here, running back here, wide receiver there, tight end there? I could really put if I really wanted to, I could put twenty five percent of my budget on that receiver that pops off 
and be like, all right, well, I don't need to be focusing on that running back that exploded. I don't need to be focusing on that quarterback that exploded. I don't need to be focusing on that tight end that exploded because I just have, I have great options in those areas. But if I'm, I would be comfortable. I, I think it, this goes for, for anybody where, you know, if you, if you know you have one hole in, one hole in your team and you're in a fad league and you're just afraid, oh man, I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, put significant fab in uh, right off the jump. It, it, I, it's case in point with this team. If I see a receiver that goes nuts in week one and I know that every other position on this team starting-wise and then depth-wise is going to be good, then I'm okay with with putting in 25% of my budget to go get a guy that I know is going to be A, helpful, B, is going to probably end up starting for me. Like I'm, I'm completely good with that. Now, obviously, you know, if 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 that guy is just a one week thing, and you're left after that, and you're saying, "Ah, oh, shit," you know, uh, I shouldn't have done that. It's about analyzing the player too. Like I think maybe a guy that could go undrafted, and you know, that we're not really talking about right now. I'm just trying to find that guy. Uh, maybe it's Nico Collins. Let's just say that Texans receiver. You know, one of those guys. The Texans is going to go nuts. You know, if Nico Collins doesn't get drafted, and this draft dude went in the eleventh round, I believe. Yeah, in the eleventh round. So let's just say he let's just say for argument's sake, he doesn't get drafted. And there he is on waivers, and he goes off in week one, and you go pick him up for, you know, fifty bucks. You drop fifty bucks on him fab, you go get him, he starts for you, happy days. If I would do that, honestly. I, I think that, that is probably a, a, a reasonable enough investment for you to go and make. But if you're going to go and try and go after a, let's say, a Zay Jones. Let's say Zay Jones goes off in week one. And you then go drop 50 bucks on Zay Jones. I don't love that as much because you know that Calvin Ridley is there. You know that Christian Kirk is there. You know that Evan Ingram is there. You know Tra- uh, Travis Etienne is there. There's so many options there that you know you have to be smart with how you're going to go and spend your money, and you have to dictate. Okay, is fifty bucks worth it for this guy? Is, is this guy going to make a return on my fifty bucks? Is he going to be worth it? And if the answer is is in your eyes, if it's yes, then go nuts. If your eyes, the answer is no, then you got to stay put. You got to stay put, and you just got to do your thing. So the final team: Austin Eckler, Saquon Barkley, Mark Andrews, Jalen Hurts. Kenneth Walker, J.K. Dobbins, Tyler Lockett, Michael Pittman, Jahan Dotson, Gabe Davis, Zay Flowers, Jarek McKinnon, Jamison Williams, Chig Okonkwo, Zay Jones, the Cowboys D, and then Young Way Koo. So that is going to be it for this mock draft episode. A quick episode today. Just wanted to get this out there for uh, you all to consume as you are enjoying your wonderful weekend so uh enjoy enjoy the beautiful weather i have my dynasty draft tomorrow so i am very very excited to sit down and it's my first home league so we're gonna be uh, we're gonna be drafting tomorrow afternoon very excited to do it uh, and i will of course report on this draft on the show on monday whether it is going to be uh rankings disputes with jake or something else with adam uh, don't know yet it could be a combined effort who the hell knows 
So that is it for this edition of the Basement Talk Podcast Fan Show. If you like what you heard, leave a five-star review. Tell us how much you love the program, and remember to like, comment, and subscribe. Uh, like, comment, subscribe. Yeah, I'm on fucking YouTube. Uh, so I'm Bird. Thank you so much for listening. It was a pleasure, as always. We have two more of these to go. Until then. Until the next one. Until uh, whenever I see you. So long, farewell, Adidas, and goodbye. Bye-bye.